Saturday morning, I'm Jaden Jefferson and welcome to this week's Community Focus. This morning I am joined by Deputy Mayor Abby Arnold with the City of Toledo. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely, happy to do it. Of course. So one person we often don't get to hear from is the Deputy Mayor. So would you be able to give me an idea, give Toledoans an idea of what your role entails with the city? Yeah, yeah. Not hearing from us is by design sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's because we put the, you know, the more, uh, you know, frontline people out more often. So, um, well, you know, every day is different. Um, and so I would, you know, in my role, so, you know, there's two deputy mayors. Um, right. So my role focuses more on the infrastructure side of the, um, you know, of our organization. So I directly oversee our Department of Transportation, our Department of Parks and Youth Services, our Department of Public Service, and our Department of Public Utilities. And then Karen, the other deputy mayor, and I sort of share the internal services. But my main area of focus is those. So. I oversee those operations. I mean, each one of those operations has directors and commissioners and a lot of capable people. Um, but our role up here is really to ensure that the delivery of those services is in line with the priorities of the mayor and uh, kind of keep things moving. So every day is different. And those are always things you have to consider when putting together a city budget, which the city of Toledo right now is in the midst of Toledo Mayor Wade Caps and Cabbage had proposed his budget, but one council member has raised concerns and that was Toledo City Councilwoman Katie Mullane. And of course she's a certified public accountant mm -hmm. and that she said she believes that this almost a billion dollar budget, she says, fails to meet sound accounting principles. So for you, what is your response to that? Well, I mean, obviously our budgets uh, you know, every year we're audited, so right. we have sound accounting principles uh, taken into account with every budget that we put together. But a budget is really a statement of our priorities, it's a statement of our morals, it's a statement of our goals, and it is not a math problem. Uh, and so what we do every year is we look very conservatively at our revenues and, um, and our estimates. And if you'll notice that, you know, every year with the exception of COVID, which is, you know, always an anomaly, um, you know, for everyone, um, our revenues have always come in higher than we've estimated and our expenses have always come in lower. That's because we budget conservatively and we will continue to do that. Um, it helps you weather any kind of storms that come along. It's how come, you know, one of the reasons we were able to weather the COVID storm as, as well as we did and better, I would say, than a lot of other cities. Um, you know, my response, in, and I think I, you know, I gave, offered this similar response um, during the initial budget hearing is, you know, there's a couple different ways to look at our, our revenue projections and our, and our es uh, estimates as it comes to expenses. And we could, as we look at, you know, potential, um, you know, a potential recession down the line or, um, at you know what happens when the ARPA dollars run out, you, you kind of have two different ways you can look at it. You can say we're going to hunker down and we're going to be as absolutely conservative as we possibly can be, and we are going to look only at the numbers. That's one way to look at it, certainly, and it's not it's not uh, unreasonable for someone to think that way. I would like to offer a different option, which is that. I believe that if we deliver the kinds of services and make the kinds of investments that our community deserves and, and frankly I believe really wants, that we can see this sort of trajectory turn around, you know? Um, if we start doing these types of things, maybe our maybe we can start seeing our population go in the opposite direction. And and um, you know, we've already seen a lot of people return to the downtown area. 
the more that we spread the work that we've done out into the communities, um, you know, maybe we can start to turn that tide. And that's how you really stabilize a budget. I mean, anyone can cut dollars out of a budget, you know. I mean, it comes with pain and For suffering, sure. but, you know, anyone can do a math problem. Uh, but what I, what I offer is that I think what we're doing as an administration and the direction from our mayor has been, let's invest in this city and, and uh, see our budget stabilize uh, from the investments that our community really deserves. And that one thing you brought up about the population. I mean, every 10 years when those census numbers come in, it seems like for Toledo, the trend has always been a lot of pain when those numbers come out. And it, and it hurts to look at those numbers. Yep. When you look at the population and the graph is going down. Yeah. I know when the mayor was first elected, one of his goals was to increase population. Mm -hmm. So when that next census report comes out, are you guys confident that the population will go up as a result of these investments? You know, the, the thing that's hardest about some of these things is that you don't see the results overnight. Of course. And so often the work of one administration may not be realized until another one, but I think we've got to keep at it um, because I think the pain and suffering only gets worse if we cut. Um, so am I confident that the next census will show the results? I'm not sure that it will be realized that soon. I'm hopeful, and um, I think that, uh, I do believe that the investments that were being made will be felt by the community that is here now, and, and hopefully will have that result. This, sometimes they don't happen as quickly as we'd like it to. For sure, and one challenge that's facing Toledo and cities across the country, us personally, is inflation. And when it comes to crafting a budget, you have to account for that. So was inflation put into account when deciding this new budget? Absolutely, and our directors take that into account. We do um, um, try to hold our expenses flat, but that doesn't mean that we don't account for inflation. It means that some other things have to be cut or reduced in order to meet the demands of inflation. So, you know, our roads budget is one thing. If you know, if you take a look at our roads budget, there's significant inflation factored into that. We have the benefit of most of those bids being back, so we those those prices are pretty solid. But we've seen a significant increase in those costs, uh, just so just year over year, really. You know, since the last year. And one thing when deciding the budget is obviously you want to hear from the residents of Toledo because obviously in order to ensure that this budget is one that best represents the city, you got to hear from residents. So how will resident input be applied to this budget in ensuring that spending is going towards residents' priorities? Well, you know, certainly we work with our partners at City Council. Um, they are always an excellent um, uh, touch point with the community, um, and so that's an important piece. Um, I think our residents are speaking to us every single day through Engage Toledo, and that's what we would always recommend. I mean, that's where we're hearing most, the types of services that were um, being requested the most. Um, and, you know, we hear citizen in input every single day, uh, you know, through, through lots of different methods. As you know, all the work that we did to get citizen input into our ARPA plan, our Toledo Recovery Plan. Um, but I would say, you know, the information that comes in through Engage Toledo is our best indicator of where the residents are asking for the most investment. For sure, and obviously economic hardship is something that we're all starting to see when it comes from the pandemic and all of the pain that that put on the economy and the strain that it put on the economy. And one thing when preparing for this interview is on the city's website, there's actually a section talking about how Toledo is susceptible to the economy because of the manufacturing sector here in Toledo. And it's such a strong manufacturing economy. So in terms of diversifying Toledo's economy, what are some things that the mayor's office is doing in order to ensure that in the case we experience more hardship, 
that we're in a stable place when it comes to our economy here. Locally. Sure, sure. And our roots in manufacturing is so important. It always will be. Um, but I think uh, there's been a lot of work and emphasis put on on diversifying it, as you said. Um, you know, Brandon Sellhorse is an excellent, excellent part of our team, the Director of Economic Development, and that's what he spends every single day doing. Um, is and and I and I would say that he's doing a, a great job at that. I mean, again, look at where we've ranked on Site Selection Magazine for the last handful of years. Um, uh, I think we're doing just that with the work that he he and his team are doing. Um, so. And, and what do you think some of those futures are going to look like as a result of that? Because I know a lot of people that are probably watching this interview, they grew up in the days where manufacturing was up there as the number one thing for Toledo. And obviously, it's definitely going to be there for a while. But to see this economy start to diversify, what do you think that's going to mean for Toledo's future? Well, you know, with, with everything that's going on with climate change, we know that Toledo needs to be poised to to receive more residents and 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 so a lot of the work that we're doing is always in, t in anticipation of that but i think we'll always have the manufacturing i think it's a part of our roots and and we should always hold strong to that but you know the investments being made you know you think about things like solar and you think about um like the bitwise uh you know um project that's going to bring, you know, all kinds of new type of tech industry. Um, I, I think that, I think we've got a really bright future. Climate change, and I'm glad you brought that up. It's something that's going to have tremendous impact on the United States. So, and that's one thing I heard the mayor brought, bring up at one point was climate change and the impact that could have on Toledo. So what do you think that's going to look like 10, 20 years from now when it comes to possible new residents? Oh, I, I mean, I, I absolutely think, and that's, you know, the investments that we're making now, I believe, are for the residents that are currently here and have called Toledo their home, but it's also in anticipation for more residents in the future. I mean, look at our natural resources. I mean, that is going to be, that's going to be the thing that, that keeps us strong into the future. So, I don't know, the sky's the limit, but that is why it's so important that we don't just hunker down and cut and cut and cut until our budget looks as pretty as it can on a piece of paper because the investments we're making now are really for the long term. Well, for sure. And Deputy Mayor Abby Arnold, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that's this week's Community Focus. Have a great week.